Hello, hello. Welcome to the Seven Strong Podcast. I am your host, Holly Hillier, a retired six-figure corporate engineer, mom to three crazy boys, and CEO of Seven Strong. I went from burnt-out corporate engineer to stay-at-home mom boss, building multiple businesses and life-changing income for my kitchen table. My passion is helping other female entrepreneurs create magnetic marketing and scalable systems so you too can create the time and financial flexibility to live your dream life. Ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to an unplanned episode of the Seven Strong Podcast. And this was unplanned because this past week went like nothing I have ever experienced or would have ever expected. But out of the wildness that was last week, I learned a few lessons and became so much more grateful for the ability to be an entrepreneur, to own my own business and to own my own schedule. So last week, it actually started the week before, my entire family got sick. And meaning me and my husband, David, and all three of our kids, including the baby, came down with like the most horrible stomach virus. And it wasn't just like this little like 24-hour thing. It was a full week. It was every day one of us at a different doctor or hospital or it was just, it was wild. And in that, I was very sick. And when I wasn't sick, I was taking care of children. But I also have two businesses to run. And they ran and the businesses continued to bring in income for our family without me having to do anything. And that isn't lost on me because a few years ago, when I first started my business, if I stopped, then the business stopped. And I find that with so many new entrepreneurs that I talk to, it's this fear of if I stop, then everything else stops. When I stop, the income stops. So I can never stop. And therefore, if I can never stop, then I'm becoming burnt out. Then I'm becoming resentful of my own business. And I never want any entrepreneur to feel resentful of their business. Our businesses, we all started them because of the freedom we saw. For me, it was the freedom to leave the nine to five. And again, I cannot imagine this past week having to continue. And it actually, again, it started the week before. I would have had to take off Thursday and Friday to take care of Sam. And then Monday through Friday the next week, that's seven days, seven days of sick leave or paid time off that I wouldn't have had or that would have had to be taken away from the time that I had for my summer vacations or Christmas vacations with my family. And so this freedom this past week, again, was not lost on me. And so today I really want to talk about what are the four things I really sat down and thought about. Okay, there's kind of these four pillars that allowed all of this to happen, that allowed both my network marketing business to keep running and Seven Strong to continue running. So the very first one is batching content. And the second one's actually repurposing content. And they kind of come together because truthfully, I am good at batching content for seven strong. My first business was my network marketing business. My second was seven strong. And so I've built them a little bit differently. And seven strong, for me, it's just easier to 
batch the content, think about the marketing plan, the full month out. And so I do batch content for Seven Strong. So that was all, when I say batch, I mean the captions were created, the images were created, everything was scheduled into a scheduling app. So they were going out without me doing anything. So I always get asked, what are my favorite scheduling apps? Plan, P-L-A-N-N, or Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, Plan or Planoly are two that I've used. Or you can now schedule within the Meta Manager. So within Instagram or within Facebook, you're actually able to schedule post in there now. So if you can sit down, you can batch content, it will save you on weeks like this. And really, truly, I think I'm the best if I can sit down, get one to two weeks of content created, scheduled when I'm in that really creative frame of mind. And then during the week, it's not kind of looming over me, right? I am the first to admit that with my Holly Hillier personal brand over in the network marketing side, I'm not as good about this. And so I know that stress and anxiety of being like, oh my gosh, I still have a post to do today. And none of us want that, right? And we can control that. We can control the anxiety that our businesses give us. We can control the organization within our business. And so one of the things that really helped me this past week was having content planned, scheduled, batched, all done. Now I mentioned repurposing content because the batching content, scheduling, all of that was done for Seven Strong. So I didn't have to think about the Seven Strong social media at all. Now, Holly Hillier social media. Again, I mentioned I'm not as great at scheduling and batching. And truly that's because right now in our life, like Sam comes home from school and he wants to bake with me every day. And so he comes home and it's part of our schedule. We bake together. He wants to see his movie of him making the recipe afterwards. And then I literally make the reel like while I'm nursing Max to sleep at night and I just post it. And it's just, it's become part of my schedule. It's become a habit. So it doesn't stress me out. It is something easy to do, but not when I was sick. Not when Sam was sick the week before, when I was sick all this week. And so I leaned into repurposing content. And this is something that I think we overlook, especially those of us who have been creating content for a while. So I was like, okay, I have been making recipes with my kids since they were babies. I have videos of Sam making popsicles with me in France when we lived in France and he was one years old, like he was a baby. So I was like, there's so much content out there that I can pull from that we tend to forget about. So what I did was I went back through past reels and I either downloaded them. So there's tons of ways that you can download your Instagram reels without having the watermark on it. If you just Google search IG Reels Downloader, you can copy and paste the website address of the reel you want to download and download it. Now, this will download it with the prior music. It'll download it with any captions. Like it downloads all of it. So for one of them, I did that. Now I did update the music because I wanted new music, more trending music on it. The captions were fine. So that was easy. And then I rewrote the, so I'm talking about the captions on the reel that I add to the reel. The caption beneath it, I rewrote the caption beneath it to update to kind of, you know, what's going on now? Who is my avatar now? How does this serve her now? So I did update that caption, 
But I mean, the content, the harder part for me, the longer part is actually creating the reel, not writing the caption. So that was easy. So I downloaded the reel. I would upload it, add some trending audio, and then just rewrite the caption at the bottom. And really that was just rewriting a few bits and pieces of it. Now, there were other reels that the captions actually on the reel didn't make sense. So for example, one was like joint at the end. It was like comment carbs below to join my newest carb cycling program. Well, it didn't make sense because I'm not running a carb cycling program right now. So what I did was I looked at the date that that reel was posted. Now, again, I'm someone who mainly does the videos and the recipes. And then within 24 to 48 hours, I'm posting that reel. So it's very like real time. So I knew the date it was posted was very close to the date the content was actually created. So I went back into my photos, scrolled back to that date and found the reel before I had added all the captions. So maybe you don't have the full reel without the captions. I tend to edit a lot of my reels in a different app and then download them and upload them to the reels. The app that I'm using right now is InShot, I-N-S-H-O-T. There's a million. I just use it because I've used it forever, but I use that to speed up clips, to put clips together, but there's a million different ones. So a lot of times I have the reel from InShot saved in my album, and then I can go in there and upload that to the reel and add the new captions on top. So I was doing that with a lot of them. If I didn't have that option, at least I knew where the raw video footage was so I could grab that old raw video footage, go throw it in InShot, make a new reel with it without having to be in the kitchen. All of this I could just do from my phone while sitting in bed. Like it saved me. So repurposing your content that previously did well, that is similar to what you're posting now, that's avatar specific, that's still providing value. You know, I was thinking, because I get, and this is ridiculous, but I get guilty when I'm like, oh, but I already posted that. I don't know if you guys feel that, but guilt is a ridiculous feeling to feel about repurposing really great content because that content that I posted six months to a year ago hasn't reached more than 5% of my audience. So I know this is great content. I know it's great value add in someone's life. Why would I not repost it? Not to mention the thousands of new followers that I have since the last time that content was posted. It can now serve them. Most of your audience is not scrolling back a year in your feed to find this content. So think about that too. You are just serving them with your very best content. So the first thing I did was batch content. Yes, amazing. But if you find yourself in a situation where you're like, I don't have content batched, then repurpose content. Now, the next thing I did was I really leaned into my community. And this looked different between the two businesses. So on the network marketing side, I really leaned into the leaders on my team. And I was really reminded, I think as women, we tend to want to do it all ourselves. At least I do. I am someone who has a very, 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 very hard time asking anyone for help. So this is a funny story. I went to the grocery store to get Pedialyte and electrolytes for the kids and some snacks. And I got in line and we're checking out and I had Max attached to me and there was no one to bag our groceries. And I pulled out the bag and started bagging them literally with Max and the carrier in front of me and I'm bagging them. And the lady looked at me who was checking me out 
And she said, if you hand me a bag, I can help you. And like, at first I was like, that was kind of a rude way to say it, but I handed her a bag and I looked up at her and I realized like, I hadn't even really looked at her. I was in this like survival mode, you know, like the flight or fight fight mode is what I've been in, just keeping little people really and big people in our family alive this last week. And I had said hi. And then I just was like, focus, focus, focus and bagging my own. And when I handed it to her, I said, I'm so sorry. Everyone in my house has been sick. I've truly just been doing everything I can to keep everyone going. And she looked at me and said, I can help you. And I was like, thank you. And it was this weird reminder that it is okay to ask for help. Same time this week, my leaders within my network marketing business reached out to me. And one of my top leaders said, how can I help you? What do you need done this week? And like having someone ask that was very freeing to be like, yes, I need help. And so I asked her to host one call. It was a live Q&A that I normally do for the team. All the other trainings have been set up. Everyone else was moving, running. Everything was already scheduled. But this one live training, I do that with my team. And I needed, it's like a me thing. And she was like, I'll step in. And so she and another two of my top leaders hosted this call. And in the end, it was like more valuable for my team. They get to hear from me all the time. So to get from here to hear from these two newest leaders was more valuable to them. So when I let my ego go and I was like, I need help, my goodness, did it free me up to feel better, but it also gave my team different value. And so when I say lean into community, I really do mean on the network marketing side, lean into your team, lean into leaders, lean into success partners or masterminds that you're in. My seven strong community were people like, oh, and also on my network marketing, I have an incredible assistant. Incredible. She's like took over a lot of stuff. And we'll talk about how she helped in some of the, in the next step. But my seven strong community, my assistants, and really the women that work for the seven strong business, they just stepped up and they also understood that I wasn't going to be as responsive. And they kept everything running. The new website published. We have a new, you know, mastermind getting ready to launch. And that continued to be built in the background. My amazing copywriter kept the copy going. I have an incredible, again, like social media team who is helping. So maybe you're not at that point. And I, maybe you're not at the point where you just have this whole team of people and you're like, that's great, Holly, that you have people who are working for you and they're paid to work. But I don't. And I want you to know I didn't either for a very long time. And so what I did have. And this is really the fourth thing that kept my business running and what I want you all to think about. Could you implement in your business, just starting small, but I really leaned into systems and automations. And so this is again, more so in my network marketing business because in my network marketing business, I just have like my one assistant and she's not like full-time for me. She has other clients, but in my network marketing business, I, before I had anyone help me, I started automating things. And so in my social media, and this is, I'll kind of lay out what those automations look like and how they kept things running this last week. So in my social media business, I use the app 
mini chat, M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T, mini chat. And mini chat, what that does is if you look and it says comment recipe below, then it will automatically send a message, get their email through the DMs, and then send them the email. And then I have a like a nurture series that goes out to them just providing more free value. Literally, we're not selling them anything. I'm just like, hey, you know, after the recipes, a lot of people ask for my, you know, this and this and this. Hey, here's some meal planners, all those kind of things. So all of that's automated. So those reels that I talked about repurposing, all I had to do was in the caption, add comment recipe below to get my free recipe guide. And with that, I was increasing my engagement within my reels, providing value to my network. I was collecting email addresses and expanding my email list. And I was then automatically creating a four four part nurture series that all been created. And those new people in there were getting value from me. That is how all those people were automatically getting value from me. This is where systems and automations are everything in your business. Now, that is just a nurture series, right? I just want people to know that I'm here to support their goals. And this isn't even selling them anything. So how did I keep earning money on the back end? Well, I have been collecting email addresses of people who are interested in my nutrition program. Now, when I get those, I have an automation that automatically goes out. It gives them the info. It does a follow-up. We ask questions. Same thing when they're interested in starting a business with me over there. I send them a four-part like series. I also have a text series. So you could do a text series. You could do an email series from there. There's a follow-up from there. There's a, hey, let's hop on a call and I can answer your questions. Like All of these are automatic so that it's happening without me doing anything. Systems and automations will save your life. When you come into one of these weeks, it's just so unexpected. You're completely thrown off your game and you literally have to clear your entire calendar, but you still need your businesses bringing in income. Systems and automations are the way to scale your business and to save your sanity. It's how I've built my businesses from six to seven figures. And it's how I've done it while raising three small boys. So I know this was a very impromptu episode, but after being sick, I just felt like I had to share the things that made it possible for me to disconnect from my business, gosh, for seven, nine, 10 days. I mean, almost half of the month with really, really sick children and then myself and my husband. And so again, it's batching your content repurposing your content. Don't feel guilty about it if you're like me. Your audience most likely hasn't seen it and you have incredible value to give them. Lean into your community, whether that be leaders on your team or actual employees. And then again, systems and automations. Systems and automations are everything, everything. So I hope that this was helpful and I'm really excited for everything that is to come with Seven Strong, our our community, Again, a place to lean in, a place to lean, learn about these automations and scaling and getting your social media to work for you while you're enjoying your life because that's what is truly done for me. So here is to health and to an incredible week ahead. Bye, guys.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found tactical takeaways you can apply right away to your business. If so, it would mean the world to me if you'd subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review on iTunes. Now, let's go crush some goals together.